0: Welcome everybody to episode 11 of the Jedi Eternal. Thank you for listening today. Today I'm your co-host Braxton Taylor here with my beautiful co-host Andrew, Mr. All Clean Quarantine Bowling. What all is going shucks. on boy? <laughs> living that quarantine life. quarantine that life. That's right. We're all locked up here. <laughs> but we're locked up here, but you are still getting great Star Wars content. <laughs> Oh, well, guys, we're excited to be back here yes. again. Yes, yes, very and, excited. And, uh, yeah, it's episode 11. We're chugging along, man. It's uh, 11 Ooh. episodes under our belt. This is going to be... Yeah, you know, crazy. it's strange
1: times, but at least we can still talk about Star Wars and brighten <laughs> the mood a little bit. So <laughs> Exactly, exactly,
0: exactly. You know, and we're actually encroaching upon a total, like a total listen count of a thousand listens on all of our podcasts so that's that is really cool to me i'm super excited about that um, and we just want to thank everybody for continually listening to us. We have kind of like a uh, a core amount of people that seems to listen every seems, week. And yeah, which is
1: super exciting. Super really cool guys. Really We're just glad so to see that.
0: so glad that you guys are tuning in each week and to listen to us nerds talking about Star Wars. <laughs> Bunch of weirdos <laughs> talking about Star Wars. Making two little
1: <laughs> two little weird dorks <laughs> talking about Star Wars. I and like
0: Star Wars. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so. We thank you guys for listening. Thank you for joining us today, Jedi Eternal Episode 11, and uh, we have a lot in store for you. We do actually have, finally, some news. <laughs> we can hey, include. news this week. We don't have three like we do. We only have two. We but only have two, but it's still something. Two better than zero. So, um, So yeah, let's just jump right into it. So the first of our news for the week is that the writer of Solo the movie says that Solo 2 is unlikely to happen. So that's pretty interesting, Um, and I can see why he would say that, but Drew, what are your your thoughts on that? Yeah, so um, this
1: comes from John Kasdan, who is one of the writers for Solo, Mm -hmm. and basically this came because someone on Twitter um, basically tweeted out and was like, Hey, you got any updates on a Solo sequel? And his response was, don't think anyone's pursuing a Solo sequel at the moment. I think a feature at this point would be a tough sell, and the Disney Plus Star Wars slate is really pretty packed. Mm -hmm. So basically, you know, he's saying it's just not on their, not on their minds right now. They're focusing on other things. Yeah, I still think there's a chance in the future. One day, we may, we may still see a. Uh, a sequel to Solo or at least follow some of the storylines that that Solo created some of the characters right specifically um Kira and and Maul I think there's still a a story to be told there for sure more so than anything else I don't know if they'll ever go back to Han Solo just because there's a lot of people that had problems with that but I definitely could see us getting a Kira and and Maul um, story in some aspects. So,
0: yeah, I want to cut in here because I, that's what I was going to say. First of all, I mean, at this point, how, I'm not trying to say this. You know, Disney and Lucasfilm and and, and you know, within together, they're planning out the years to come with bangers like things that they, in their mind, know that will work. Right. And with Solo getting such a bad rap when it first came out, I think that that's kind of why that we're hearing this because, you know, frankly, I really enjoyed Solo. I thought it was a really fun movie. a Good movie. Was it super? It's a fun movie. Is it necessary? I mean, no, but I mean, I honestly, like I said, I said this in a previous episode, I actually really wanted to see a Solo, like Han Solo background story. I just, I love Han Solo. Great character. And I thought it was fun to see him. And I the mean, thing
1: the thing with the solo movie now, especially that we had Disney Plus, it was made to be on Disney Plus. Exactly. It was made to Definitely a be, Disney Plus maybe movie. Maybe even to be cut up into episodes and, well, and released that way. Um yeah. You know, because it's, it's not super uh, important to the storyline. It's, you mm-hmm. know, it doesn't have a, it's not part of the saga right so it would have been imperfect for something like that but they didn't have that which, yet and so but that's why the sequel would make sense for disney plus yeah and, and,
0: and which that was it's, it's the same way with rogue one people love rogue one sure. but it has nothing to do with the story in terms of furthering the story yeah but again rogue one solo would be great disney yeah. plus movies and so i would like to see more of these sideline stories i will say though i
1: i when i watched rogue one well the second time i watched rogue one i watched it um in Indianapolis at the the big IMAX like mm-hmm. at the museum so it's like not the a lot of IMAXs these days aren't not that big <laughs> but the one at the museum is like huge IMAX and it was a mind-blowing experience oh so yeah like, oh yeah uh, that movie is really not good in theaters <laughs> yeah <laughs> but I love that movie like that's one of my well, favorites
0: so. we went to uh what was what what was the one we went to watch right skywalker at I don't remember if i my head. uh like so Pinefield? that that is
1: a Yeah, it was in Plainfield. That's Dolby Cinema, which is another fantastic way to watch movies. Well,
0: when you watch Rise of Skywalker and, you know, love or hate the movie, like, the experience of watching that movie in that Dolby Cinema or whatever, it was insane. So, for
1: everyone listening, if you haven't before... Next time you're going to go see some big blockbuster movie, I yeah. highly recommend either it, if you're going to do it, do it for like a Star Wars or for like a Marvel movie. Yeah, if you're going to watch Marley like, and Me, maybe not. Yeah, but. <laughs> but like, so for example, I've went twice now and it was for Endgame, Avengers Endgame, and for Star Wars Episode Nine. Yeah. And we went to this, it's called Dolby Cinema. You can find them, they're at AMC Theaters, but they'll have a Dolby Cinema room. And they have like the recliner seats, but they also have like, like you can feel like the explosions and stuff in your seats. Yeah. And, like like rumbles like, and rumbles vibrates I mean, and vibrates. And then like, but it, it, has it has like a a subwoofers huge, in there. Yeah. Dude. It's got I mean, a it's huge insane. screen, 4k resolution, all that stuff. It's beautiful. The sound is insane. I highly recommend next time you're going to go see some big movie, do it at the Dolby cinema.
0: Well, and, and, and I think what really sold me and uh, I, I, Andrew, I'm sure, you're, I'm sure when I say this, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I understand know what you're talking about. But whenever we was watching rise of Skywalker, I mean, obviously, I was enjoying it very much. The cinema was awesome, but whenever Palpatine sits back in his throne and yeah. just unleashes his pyre, <sighs> dude, it goes. Ew. I mean, yeah. it rumbled the theater. I mean, it yes, shook it, 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 and like, I mean, you felt like the the subwoofers kicked in, and you could just feel it in your soul. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I just sat there I'm like. Dude, I gotta watch more movies here. This is too good.
1: <laughs> yeah, that 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 was great. So highly recommend that. So, so let's go into our. Second we we really story, got you know? sidetracked there. We yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we started talking about all kinds of stuff. So this is a big one. This is a big story. Um, we're gonna probably take some time with this story, but I think it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, StarWars.com has revealed some more about the High Republic, and the article says the High Republic meet the Jedi Knights and Masters. So. There's there's some stuff that's said throughout here, but I'm gonna kind of skip ahead to the characters themselves, and they've got pictures along with this.
0: If you want, we can go back and forth too, because I have a I have an article here. You got one too. Yeah. I don't okay. Know if cool. It here. So
1: we start with Avar Chris. I'm how I'm gonna say her name right yeah, now. Avar, Again, Avar. guys, I'm gonna apologize if if I say anything's wrong, but we've not heard these right bees, and, and you know so it is what it is. Um, <laughs> for the first thing I want to mention when I see this character is she's this blonde character. She's got a green lightsaber. She has this like headband thing on. Mm-hmm. The, I'm, I'm almost positive. This is the lady that is in the um, Kylo Ren comic that opens when he opens up the holocron and there's a woman mm. and, um, yeah. and she's talking. I'm fairly certain that this is the one. Yeah. So anyways, it says Avar is the brightest, most noble example of Jedihood. She always tries to see the good in people and situations and never puts herself first. She is invigorated about life on the frontier and the challenges it brings and is an inspiration for those who work with her. She's compassionate, not dogmatic, and always ready to sacrifice herself over others. Avar Chris is the best of the best. Yeah. So she's a Jedi master, I believe. Yeah. Um, and again, they're talk, these, I assume, will be the main characters of these books and comics coming up. Yeah. So I, I would say she's definitely the one of the leads <coughs> in the novel, the adult novel. Sure. Do you yeah. know what that one's called? I can't remember at the moment. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah, it. I don't remember off the top of my head either. But anyways, but, uh, I'm
0: pretty sure she's like standing in the, uh, like at the front in that novel. Style. Yeah, I think she is. You want to go ahead and but read Yeah, let's one. go ahead. So the second one is Loden Greatstorm. So he's a Twi'lek. Um, he has like these really big flowing, almost like silky robes. Like how he'd even be able to like battle with those on. It's I love the name too. Loden Greatstorm. Loden awesome. Greatstorm. It's very like medieval. It. Like, uh, <laughs> And he's got like a yellowish like. almost like a yellowish white almost yeah almost white but it's on a white background so it's kind of difficult to to Mm -hmm. tell exactly but it says loden is a twi'lek jedi master and is considered to be one of the best teachers in the jedi order strong and wise with a good sense of humor loden looks at every moment as a learning experience always trying to better himself and those around him especially his padawans so that's pretty interesting i mean what we're seeing here is in my opinion as we i don't have read the rest of them yet but Um, You know, we're seeing, again, kind of the classic theory of, like, this is Jedi Order as it should be. People are, like, self-sacrificing, putting everybody else first, holding the the, the Jedi uh, Order um, principles to their own life the best they can. You got, like, this, this Loden Great Storm who's a great teacher. You know, it's very interesting to see that these principles, these were, these, these were
1: um,
0: Jedi that were held to very high esteem and very yeah. noble.
1: Yeah. So the next one that we have here is Keeve. Yeah. Is that yeah. how you think you, I think that's what it would be. So. Keeve yeah. Trennis. Keeve is a young firebrand Jedi believed to have a, great future ahead of her if only she would believe it herself quick-witted and more impulsive than she should be kiev has only been a jedi knight for a few weeks and is a little starstruck around avar knowing many of the great things chris has done in the past she is determined to prove herself to avar and the other legendary jedi stationed on starlight beacon But first she must learn to trust in herself as much as she trusts the force i'm pretty sure this kiev Trennis is Probably the character in the YA novel.
0: Yeah, definitely. This sounds like a YA kind of story. Like, yeah. Oh, the force is strong with you, but I don't know if I believe in myself. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> so I think uh, she's got a double-bladed green lightsaber. Looks pretty cool. Has
0: um, kind of like brown leather, like doublet type thing. Yeah.
1: So she's just become became a Jedi Knight. Yeah. So I would say she's. That's my guess. Is she's probably part of that? It looks like she does spend some time with Avar and is kind of starstruck around Avar because yeah. apparently Avar is kind of like the one, like the you know,
0: like like the Obi Wan Kenobi of, but probably even more well famed. I'd imagine during this time. Yeah. So. So let's go on to the next one. This is Stellan Geos or Geos or guy. Gaios? I don't know. <laughs> but he's a uh, kind of a very noble looking guy. Um he has a crossguard lightsaber, interestingly enough, it's blue, but the the little like offshoot cross guard is actually like metal. It's not like Kylos. I adore that lightsaber. Yeah, it looks pretty sick. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. To I would really like to have, have one of those in real life.
1: <laughs> yes, please give me one. <laughs>
0: but uh but again, kind of with like these very flowy robes, very neat, um, you know very pure looking very pure yeah, yeah. It's just i got mean this... i don't know it's very yeah I just, that's the best word for it. it's very pure very clean very regal is another thing yeah you got yeah to say, regal, regal. Mm-hmm. um golds and whites and things like that um so it says stellan is an optimistic and well-respected jedi master stellan came up through the order with avar chris and although they were often on different assignments for the jedi or the republic when the two work together they're a powerhouse team of two noble heroes in action Strong in the force and a natural teacher. Stellan is currently stationed at one of the Jedi outposts on the distant planet of Karagon Viner or Viner.
1: So I
0: really already like this
1: character. Yeah. I like his look. <laughs> I, I like too, his yeah. lightsaber. <laughs> yep. I think I'm going to be a fan of this guy Yep, um, for sure. And I think the duo of him and Avar is going to be pretty awesome. Um, because my guess, again, I don't know. I don't have any inside information or anything. So this is just all speculation. Uh, my guess is that Avar and and Stellan end up probably teaming up in oh, the yeah. novel. It's yeah. probably kind of basically the their story, they would end up be my guess. Yeah. It's kind of their, they'll be the probably the two mains in the story that will follow. And again it, it mentions how they're like like a really like a powerhouse team is what it yeah. says when they get together.
0: And then probably like Loden was probably like their master at one point. And so I, I
1: think Loden I wonder if Loden will end up being kind of like the Yoda. Yeah, so, like, exactly. Loden kind of maybe on in every aspect of the and every yeah. um, form of the story. So, like, the comics, books, and everything. Maybe Loden kind of is their. He's, like, the he's the one kind of the kind central
0: of figure that kind of keeps everything kind of, together. Kind of helps
1: everybody, you know, yeah. and guides yeah. them. I could see that.
0: I could see him like being a big factor in both like the YA novels right, and Right in both. Yeah. I could adult. see him being
1: kind of a teaching moment for everyone kind right. of deal. Um now that could be totally wrong. We know Yoda's around. Yeah, i mean, he's still alive we don't, during this time. So but we obviously. don't know how highly respected he is yet. You know, he may not be, he might just held be like to, a Jedi Knight who's, Yeah, he may not be held you know, to like super high esteem yet. No, so we'll yeah. just have to see. Uh so there's one more and this is Vernestra. They call her Vern. I'm not even going to try to say her last name. I guess, would you... I don't even know. Like Ro? Because it's it's R-W-O-H. So, like Ro? Probably Ro. Yeah, right, Ro? So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to say Ro. Vern is a newly minted Jedi Knight. Again, I, I have a feeling this will be... Um, YA. <laughs> the, the other character in the YA novel. Yeah. Um, Vernestra... Mer- Marillion? Marillion? Was Padawan... Know. Wait, where's the Marillion come from?
0: I have no idea. Maybe that's your species. No, I don't know. No,
1: I don't know where that's coming from. Huh. Okay. Well, anyways, was Padawan Destellin Uh... Geos Stella, okay, so she's the Padawan to Stellan, or was mm-hmm. she works hard and is devoted to the Jedi Order more so than most others her age? At 16, she's one of the youngest knights in a generation. She struggles to fit in with the adults while also setting a good example for the younger Jedi. Interesting, Marielin is the species. By the way. Oh, okay, yeah, well, I wish it would say that instead yeah. of just like <laughs> randomly just putting it in there, but anyways that's interesting because she's the youngest Jedi Knight in a generation. And we know the, you know, uh, Jedi's that sometimes um, start, young, start and young and powerful, and <laughs> you know, powerful, <laughs> yeah. sometimes being some problems. Yeah. So we'll have to see where her story goes, but I kind of curious about that. Yeah. She's very standard. Her appearance wise, yeah. like she's got pretty simple robes and just a blue lightsaber. Uh, they didn't, go too crazy with her <laughs> <laughs> not really <laughs> um but one thing i've noticed is like the jedi masters have the like flowing Big robes <laughs> and stuff and then the jedi knights are more like just just, just a tunic yeah um, and and
0: then the padawan well i actually let me see here the Keeve trinus i don't know did it say she was a padawan or did she say she was an actual jedi knight i don't think it's oh, she which does. one kiev yeah uh, she did say they're both yeah knight.
1: they're yeah. both both of them have just become jedi knights i, I believe. see that now
0: Yeah. But anyway, her oh, wait, robe no, is sorry, standard. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You're Vernestra, just- newly minted Jedi Knight, and then Keeve says she's only been a Jedi Knight for, for a few. few
0: weeks. Yeah.
1: So they're both kind of new to this. I assume they're the leads of the YA. Again, I don't know that for sure. That's a, that's totally a guess, but I could see that being the case. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um. And again, I think all these characters will cross over into other, um, into the other books. Well, and especially stuff. whenever I'm just talking about like which one, which ones I think is going to focus on um, the characters. So,
0: well, because especially because the Vernestra, she's, uh, she's the Padawan of Stellan. Right. So I'm sure so Stellan
1: will have some, some talks with in her and, yeah. and that kind of thing. But yeah. this has to be even more excited. Yeah. I, I mean, absolutely. getting, getting some more pictures, seeing some more things about them, like, man, I'm getting
0: really excited for this. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited. And, and, and for me, I think it's just, I think I'm so excited just because it's different but familiar in a sense yeah and we're seeing this whole new era of star wars that we've never heard of and is opening up all these new possibilities yet while keeping it familiar and not so far off base that it's like oh this isn't star wars and so i am excited about that and i'm excited to see how they take this how well the stories go over and eventually if they go over well um, get some movies, video games, TV yeah, shows, and, and you know,
1: I just, I just love Jedi, I do too. and and <laughs> I I've do always, too. I've always viewed the Jedi more in the way that the High Republic is yes. going to show them, absolutely, because um, I've always, I understand now even more so. Back in Legends, I don't feel like it was viewed this way as much, but they've really hit it hard now, and and in, in new canon, is that the Jedi had become very dogmatic you know, dogmatic yeah they, they were almost corrupt in a sense oh yeah not yeah and so like they they had completely missed the point well and missed what they were supposed to be and, and blah 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 but for me obi-wan kenobi didn't obi-wan kenobi i think yeah. still understood it understood yeah. what it was supposed to be
0: well honestly we we, we see in episode six of clone war season seven we get to see this a little bit right is that they go to uh kessel and they are getting the spice right and uh and they say um they well I'm just saying, oh right look at all those droids down there and it's like wait look closer oh they're not droids they're humans It's like wait why the jedi wouldn't let this happen and they're like well right, that's right. what i thought anyway yeah so like we can see that like the things yeah. that they would normally not allow or you know kind of being right swept under I, the rug
1: i i wish Wan kenobi could have been in a in a era like the high republic oh, where know. he could have been really truly yeah. <laughs> yeah been the jedi he was he said meant to be stuck in this war and blah 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 the but only anyways, truth <laughs> i um i'm i'm just so excited for that i hope you guys are excited too and oh yeah and once we start getting these stories in our hands we're gonna have so much to talk about it's gonna be <laughs> oh, it's gonna be good times some jam-packed so, episodes so yeah.
0: let's move on now and yeah, we can talk about this more later as we get some more news and things like that we can move closer to august which is the first drop of the book uh the first book but um Let's go into our rumors today, and uh, the first rumor is a pretty exciting one. Um, and uh, first of all, is Dave Filoni post on Twitter. He posts an image that shows kind of like a, almost like a hand drawn image of Ahsoka with an older bald man. They're both riding um, some beast here, and um, and because uh, I don't have the picture for me, so I can't remember what they're riding. But um, but in this bald man, like, like to me, it, it, the details aren't super sharp because it's like a hand drawn thing, but it looks a lot like Captain Rex. I mean, so with them being together and stuff like in, 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 uh, um, goodness, uh, rebels, I, I, w- I would definitely imagine that this it's them two together. Um, but w- there's no context, like, right. We didn't see who they, you know, who it really was well, obviously it's Ahsoka, right. And if it, we're pretty sure it's Captain Rex. Um, but the art style is very similar to some of the previous Mandalorian art pieces that we've seen. Um, so we definitely think um, that this is him, like confirming that the rumors that Ahsoka is in Mandalorian season two, and that um, also possibly we might see Captain Rex. Um, so that's pretty interesting.
1: Yeah. So you know he just posted this as his banner on Twitter, and um, <laughs> I to me it's like I feel like he's saying, hey. Uh, you guys are kind of on the right direction with this. I'm not going to say anything yet, but I'm just going to throw this up here. Um, to me, the art style, just it looks Mandalorian, you know, uh, it the way it looks, the way w- the art we've seen previously from the Mandalorian, I just, I think that's definitely what it's supposed to be. And they're, and he's hinting at it. I mean, you could technically argue that maybe this is actually the animated sequel to Rebels that they've talked about, rumors about. I guess you could say maybe that's what it's supposed to be, but man, it looks mm-hmm. Mandalorian to me, based oh, yeah. off, you know, what yeah. the Um But what they're writing is Loathe wolves Yeah. So, that's cool.
0: That is pretty cool. I'm I'm glad we're going to see some of these pretty neat new characters that's coming from like some of the animated stuff and coming into like whenever we saw the Loth cat in in season 1 of Mandalorian, that was that was really cool to me. I don't know. So, I don't know. I'm excited. I think that I think if we get to see Ahsoka at all, it'd be cool. And if we got to see Ahsoka and Rex, I dude. mean, if
1: you if you have if you have Ahsoka, I mean, you got to got you got to have Rex, right? I mean at this point in at time at this point in sure. time you got to yeah. have him he's gotta, you know he's you know he's sticking with her he's not going to let her go off on her, on her own I don't think I think yeah, he's I'd imagine not. and I think also um I think there's a good chance we could get Sabine as well yeah for sure and my thing is if we're getting Rex think about what that means think about what that a live action Rex means
0: well what are you referring to
1: That means that we would be I would assume we're going to get the actor of Jango Fett from the prequels.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, right. That, I mean, it would make sense. He's older, obviously much older now. Um, you know, I mean,
1: they're all clones. So technically if we're doing live action, I mean, you could get by with someone else, but from, in my opinion, let's get the real, let's get the guy who, who was the clones. His name's
0: um, Tamira Morrison. Look at him uh, he's bald in this picture. Oh my goodness.
1: He's all, he's ready to go. <laughs> just ready throw, a to go just he, throw a beard oh on man. him. Oh man. It looks like Even, right. I mean obviously they're all about yeah. Trim. You know what? But. Even more so. We gotta get this happen. He's bald already in this picture. And throw a beard on him. And uh I think that would be really cool and a, a, a neat way to tie back into the prequels, yeah, you know? Absolutely. I I'm all for it. Yeah, I think that'd be really cool. I important. am all for that. <laughs> I, I hope I hope this happens again. Like we talked about last week. I hope that Ahsoka's voice is, is, oh. is actually, um, so I got
0: to show him this picture here. Like he, yeah. and he looks so, I mean, like put a, put a little bit of a scruff on him and he looks he's so good. It, yeah. yeah.
1: So they got to do that. There's no way they'd pick somebody else. Yeah. And I know he's up for it. Cause I've heard him say it at celebration. <laughs> um, so anyways, I think that that would be so great. The only thing is, make it make it a small portion of the mandalorian yeah let's yeah. not make it a big thing I, I think it needs to be a small very small portion of the mandalorian maybe one episode they they help help um and out mm-hmm. and then move on yeah i think we still need the story of ahsoka um and sabine rex and ezra i think that story needs to, should still be told, but I think it will be told and animated. Yeah, and I so think we need
0: to see it in a different manner uh, than that.
1: I to truly get what we need, I think it needs to be animated. However, I do think that a one episode um, showing of Ahsoka and Rex will be fantastic.
0: Oh, I mean, if I if we get to see this and it's executed well, I'm, I'm just going to die. Yeah, sh- gonna-
1: and like that artwork I sent to you the, of uh, Ahsoka. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. And yeah. it shows Ahsoka it's looking Rosario, like Rosario, Rosario Dawson. And then yeah. it has Baby Yoda on her back. Like, <laughs> yeah. I want to see that. Dude, if I
0: saw that, I would just die. <laughs> I want to <him. laughs> see that so bad. So anyways, we should probably yeah. move on. No, that 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 would be so awesome. I'm excited um, if we get to see that. And just even this is the rumor of it. It's pretty, pretty cool. So Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, let's move on. Uh, the second thing being making makingstarwars.net um, has stated, and as a rumor, but Jamie Lee Curtis Maybe be cast in Mandalorian season two. So what are your thoughts on that, Drew?
1: Well, as many people probably know, Jamie Lee Curtis is a fantastic actress and, oh, is, yeah. and is, you know, very well known. Um, this is from making star Wars, which I trust him very, very much with what he's Jason Ward, fantastic um, guy who does a lot of really good reporting, but he does really make sure on this one that he he only is calling this a rumor for now. And the oh, reason yeah. he's calling it for a rumor is because it could very well um, potentially be something else because um, where they're filming the second season, uh, they're also in the same general location as Avatar 2. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. he's saying that they she could technically actually be there for Avatar 2 instead of the Mandalorian, but he's hoping that it's, she's there for the Mandalorian or both (laughs) or both. You never know. So that's a good paycheck. I bet. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so he, he, he definitely says like, you know, this isn't a cert for sure thing, but he could really see her playing like any kind of role in that she could be a rebel an ex Imperial. There's a lot of different things she could be. Yeah. Um, and I think it would be great to have her in it. She's again, like I said, a great actress. So it'd be cool to see. Well, um, so, would, do you have any other thoughts? I was just on gonna that?
0: say, you know, she's a really good actress, um, and she's playing like a man. I really loved her role in Beverly Hills Chihuahua. <laughs> I've been waiting to say that this whole time. <laughs> the
2: two thousand and eight classic really? hit Beverly Hills Chihuahua. <laughs> uh, uh, I've been waiting to say this whole time. Oh, uh, Beverly Hills. <laughs> Oh my chesters!
0: Oh my
1: goodness! <laughs> okay, <anyway. laughs> no, yeah. but for real though, she's, she's been in a lot of good movies.
0: She's a great actor, actress, should I say? Um, and um, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be really cool to see her in there. If that's if this is the case, um, I think she can handle a lot of really cool diverse roles. Um, she plays a lot of different characters. Now, usually she plays kind of like the dominant, like strong military esque woman. So I could see her being like an ex, like an ex. Uh, um, Imperial, or perhaps... Well, you know,
1: she was, like, the main in Halloween, you know? Yeah, yeah.
0: So, anyway, yeah. I think I think it'd be really cool if that was the case. So- I really
1: liked her in Freaky Friday. <laughs> with, uh... With, uh, what's her name?
0: Uh, L- L- Lizzie Lohan? Is it?
1: Lindsay Lohan? Yeah, yeah. I think I can't remember. (laughs) That's
0: been a few years ago.
1: (laughs) I I used to really like that movie. Anyways. Oh, boy. All right, let's just get back to Star Wars. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We're going crazy. Uh, uh, Okay. Okay, so next we uh, have one more rumor for you today. (laughs) And this is Obi-Wan Kenobi Disney Plus series and lists Joby Harold as new writer.
0: Yeah, so this is interesting because back in um, January or December, I think it's January though, um, um, uh, Hossein Amini had left uh, the role of writer um, for the show. So they were kind of contemplating, oh, maybe maybe we should push this back. And that's why we're hearing all these rumors that it's canceled. We're hearing rumors that, oh, wait, now it went from a TV show, I'm sorry, a a movie to a TV show and now back to a a TV (laughs) show, movie, TV show, movie, right? That's why he's getting these rumors. Um, because like, oh, well, it would make sense if we was going to make it back into a movie, we could push it into our 2022 mm-hmm. timeframe and, and, you know, but apparently, and like I said, this is just a rumor, right? We don't, but it's, it, uh, making star is pretty confident about this. Yeah. Um, that Joby Harold is the new writer and now, in that now it, it's back to being the uh, TV series that's going to be on Disney plus. Um, so, you know, this is a sensitive topic for me and Andrew because, you know... Uh, if, if
1: anything is more important to us than Star Wars, I mean, it, this is the most important thing. Yes,
0: 100%. And I and don't any other want project. this to be messed up. You know what I'm saying? And right. obviously, I don't think anybody wants it to be messed up. But, but us more than anybody, we're like, listen, I don't care if it's if it's Osana Amini. I don't care if it's Joby Harrell. I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's George Lucas himself. We just want this to be the best that it can be. And we want it to be high quality. You know what I'm saying? So... I guess I, my point is, is like, if, if I'm glad that we got a writer, if this is the case, right? If this is just a rumor, but yeah. if this is the case, I'm glad that we got a writer. I'm, I don't really know who Joby Herald is. Oh, um, well, he
1: recently um, executive produced John Wick Chapter 3. Oh, okay. And he's also writing the script for Zack Snyder's film Army of the Dead. Hmm. He was one of two writers alongside James Vanderbilt who was selected to develop a new take on the Transformer franchise hmm. for Paramount. That's kind of cool. So he's busy. He's doing a lot of stuff. Um, He also was executive executive producer on Underground and Spinning Out. Um, So he's done some stuff. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, could you imagine John Wick style Kenobi series? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So from what I've gathered, and these are all still rumors, but from what
1: what it sounds like is, you know, they had um, they had this writer and they were sounds like almost maybe even like close to finishing the the script and they looked at it and they decided you know what this is about obi-wan um protecting luke watching over luke and they were like it's too similar to what the mandalorian's doing yeah that's all everything i've heard that's kind of what what, what happened
0: which i mean that's the thing though that's been the story since i mean before the like the decades prob- before the Mandalorian. Right. The ever- problem
1: is that's kind of what we expect from Obi Wan during this time. Mm-hmm. But so it sounds to me like that's kind of what they're going away from now. Mm-hmm. They've decided yeah. that's too close to what the Mandalorian <laughs> is. We're gonna have to take it in a different direction. So they took that guy out, and now they brought this guy in to t- to write the new story. This worries me a little. But that's yeah, i was gonna say that scares because, me a little bit. Because if I I don't like the idea of Obi Wan Kenobi leaving Tatooine. Yeah, exactly. I understand the, they're scared well if Obi-Wan's just on Tatooine the whole time it might get boring and blah 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 but if Obi-Wan Kenobi's traveling all over space during this time, I don't think that makes sense for the character in the, the time period. Obi-Wan Kenobi committed to staying on Tatooine to watch over exactly. Luke so it's kind of
0: like breaking his own word I right? Mean, Obi-Wan would not do that now
1: I think the only thing the only thing that would change that would change him from doing that something to do with Darth Vader um, or maybe something to do with Leia, like Leia is in danger or if, if um Darth Vader has done something that he felt like, Obi-Wan feels like he has to, which I could definitely step see if they brought in,
0: if they brought in um, uh, Hayden Christensen as an older, you know, well as in like a dude,
1: I think that we, we totally need that oh, um, yeah. in this some way or another but I would prefer if he came back to Tatooine. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. We'll see where it goes. I'm just, I just need this to be the right story. I know. I'm just so scared about it. (laughs) And so, you know, maybe the fact that they're rewriting it is a good thing and we'll just have to wait and see, but um, please don't mess up the story. (laughs) That's that's all we (laughs) beg and ask. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Okay. So So let's go on to our releases. And our releases for this week, things are, of course, a little weird right now, guys. And um, from what I've gathered, and I've been trying to do some research on it to make sure, but it sounds like IDW and Marvel both have kind of halted their comic releases for now. Um, They talked about maybe doing some digital stuff, and so we we may end up seeing some of these comics digitally released within the next um, month or so. But for the moment... Any of the current release dates are no longer correct. So I can't tell you when anything's going to be released yet right now. We'll just have to see how things play out, what Marvel decides to do. right? Uh, Like the the comics that were going to be released on Wednesday did not release. um, And next week's I don't believe are planned to release. So we'll just have to wait it out. As soon as I find out more information, I'll, of course, update you guys and let you know as well. Um so but for the moment I wouldn't expect to see any of those. Yeah. Um we do have the release of the Rise of Skywalker Blu-ray um yeah. DVD. It came out on Tuesday and I already have it. My wife went and got it for me at Walmart. <laughs> she surprised me with it. I was very excited about that. How sweet, right? And um and I immediately it watched it <laughs> You'll have one one day, I promise. I don't care about you that. I'm talking about Star Wars. Oh. <laughs> no. I'm talking <just> about <laughs> <call> the DVD. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> so I, I immediately watched the documentary that, that's on there. It's like over, it's a little over two hours long. Fantastic. Nice. Yeah. Very good. Um, just like when I watched the documentary for The Last Jedi it just makes me appreciate the movies more. Even if you don't, even if you don't necessarily agree with everything they did, when you see how much thought and stuff they put into these, it makes you just like, wow, you know? Oh yeah. Absolutely. I highly recommend everyone go and watch it. I I would do it for all three movies. I think the force awakens has one too. Um, I don't know that I've ever watched the force awakens one, but Mm -hmm. the last Jedi one and the rise of Skywalker documentaries are both like two hours long are fantastic. And they just, they, one cool thing I learned from it that I didn't know, um, is that in the, the scene where Kylo Ren throws that aliens head on the table with, with all of his, with all of his, um, Oh, Like officials there, like whatever whatever you want to call them. Yeah. They're all sitting there at the table. There's a woman there and she is um, the daughter of Alec Guinness or the granddaughter of Alec Guinness.
0: Really? Yeah. So they that's brought her in just
1: because she's the granddaughter. Just because, yeah. yeah. That's so sick. that was really cool. It was a little yeah. thing that I learned from the documentary. Yeah, so I just that. thought I'd mention that. that As neat.
0: Yeah, that is a really neat yeah. little <laughs> fact. But I'm sure, and that's the thing. You know, I'm sure they do probably quite a bit of stuff like. Yeah. That, oh yeah. You know? And
1: and it was also cool to see just like how much they they wanted Billy. Uh, Which is Leia's daughter to like be a part and and to really, you know, like she even got to like the scene where they're fighting where Leia and Luke are showing their training. That's actually her. Yeah, I did hear about that. And the outfit and stuff. And all of that's really neat and how they kind of continue her legacy. Well,
0: And and that's kind of the bridge, you know, I'm saying, because, you know, to 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 honor her legacy after she passed away, you could not have anybody else do it right if you were ever going to have any new content of of carrie post you know postpartum so to speak um that's not right postpartum birth (laughs) (laughs) whatever you know i'm talking about post death or whatever but um yeah not to be insensitive (laughs) but but you you can only get like her her family right her daughter that only that makes sense um so I was very excited to see that. I think it's really cool that they included her and and really made Billy a big part of the finale. She really, I mean, she really was a pretty big part of it. So yeah, very yeah, cool. Was a lot cool. So
1: and uh, the only other release that we have for now would be the um, next Friday, so a week from today, we will have episode eight of yeah. the Clone Wars, and it will be the final episode of Ahsoka's journey. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we'll be getting into the Siege of Mandalore. So (laughs) that'll be interesting.
0: Yeah, very exciting stuff, guys. Very exciting stuff. We're looking forward to seeing where this goes, and we're going to talk more about uh, our hopes and expectations and uh, things we're happy about and not so happy about. With uh, episode seven, that's gonna be our main topic. But let's get into our Q and A today. Um, <clears throat> so, like I said, let's get into Q and A, where every week we make a Facebook post asking you all to ask us questions, bring up topics, suggestions, more. Um, and as many of you already know, we always try to do three questions and topics, suggestions, what have you, a week, Um, and if there are any more than that, we're always going to put them in a queue, so your questions are never going to get unanswered, they're just going to be the very first ones to be answered next week, Um, and we actually had quite a few questions last week and this week, Um, I think like 12 questions, which is awesome. Um, yes, but, thank you guys so much. yeah so thank you for continually participating and it's just so it's just so fun to hear from you guys and and, and hear your questions topics it's, just also, like,
1: it's also very encouraging to us yeah, to know yeah. that like you guys want to participate so there's actually and, people
0: wanting to listen
1: and, like because if we were asking <laughs> for like questions and no one said anything it might be you know like oh, um, bye so it's it feels really good that you guys are doing that thank you
0: yeah so if you're doing it just to boost our our our, uh, our ego just keep doing it so <laughs> no but um so with that being said we typically try to do three but we have so many questions um that we're going to do four this week and we might even do four next week because we have so many cuckoo um so yeah let's just get into it so the first couple is actually ones that's lapping over from last week all right um but our, the, this week's first question comes from Kristen Perry. Hi, Kristen. Hi, Kristen. Thank you for asking. Um, <laughs> she says, What other Star Wars species do you wish to see as a Jedi that we you know, basically haven't seen before? And also, What species do you wish to see more of in other uh, Star Wars outlet entertainments? I, I just completely botched that. But anyway, you know what I'm saying. So, um, you want to go ahead first? Or I can go ahead. It doesn't matter. Go ahead. Okay. So first of all... Um, I think that Gungans get a bad rap because of Jar Jar Binks. Gungans are, are, as we've seen, a pretty goofy species in general, but Jar Jar just really pushes it over top. So anytime we see a Gungan, we automatically just think of Jar Jar. And from my knowledge, um, even in Legends, we've never seen a Gungan Jedi um, so, I think that would be really interesting. They're not, like, a, you know, very odd species that we've never heard of or anything like that, but, you know, everybody knows what a Gungan is, but at the same time, as I begin to think about this, really, I don't know that I've ever seen a Gungan Jedi, and, and what would that even entail, right? Like, they're, they're kind of clumsy, but, or is that just Jar Jar, right? Because we see, like, uh, some episodes in Clone Wars where the Gungans go to war and stuff, and they're actually pretty, pretty adept, right? Like, they, they, they can go to war, and they can, you know, they can fight, it's usually under, underwater and stuff, but we also see in Phantom Menace, when they have that kind of all-out battle with the, the Joys and stuff, they're, they're not bad, so it would be actually pretty interesting to see these species, um, turn into a Jedi, that would be kind of pretty interesting, um, but kind of answer the second part of that question, um, uh, you said, what species do you wish to see more of in other outlets of Star Wars Entertainment? So, um, or or maybe even, in, in, I'm going to say this one as well, that and also um, in the Jedi realm as well. And, and forgive me, I don't think this is how you pronounce that. I, I don't know that I've ever heard their species name out loud, but the nemoidians Nemoidians or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's those weird, like in the prequel trilogy, we see them in the banking clan and they're like, they always talk with like a Japanese accent <laughs> for yeah. whatever reason. Um, but yeah, like the Nemoidians. I would actually love, there have always been kind of like, portrayed as evil or at the very least like untrustworthy so it'd actually be pretty interesting dichotomy to see these like uh, species that has a tendency to be bad or like untrustworthy to be a jedi or at least i like i've always thought they looked cool too um so i'd like to see maybe see them more in in other other mediums so anyway so go ahead drew on on that
1: well i so honestly i thought about it and i think what i would like to see and the problem is, this species is only legends right now. I think I don't think they're canon. Oh but, yeah. But um, is actually I want to see a Sith pure blood.
0: Oh as yeah. As a yeah, Jedi, yeah, yeah.
1: so because I think it would be an interesting story. <laughs> that would be really interesting. So like to have a Sith pure blood, which are known of course to be Sith. Again, these are legends. Like I don't think the species of Sith are a thing anymore, and I don't know that they ever will be, based off the way they're kind of telling Sith the Sith, like with. The, like the Sith Eternal and stuff right. it's kind yeah. of went a whole different direction. Yeah. Um so I don't know that we'll ever see that. But if they were to ever bring that back to have a Sith species become a Jedi, I think would be really cool and would just mm-hmm. be an interesting story. Yeah. Um and I know uh, in the Old Republic you might be able to even like make your character a Sith Jedi, but I'm talking about in current canon doing that. <coughs> I think would be really neat. And my my other one is one that you actually do see but I just would like to see more of it, and I think we're going to in the High Republic. Is more um, Wookiee Jedi's. Yeah, we actually did see yeah. one on that there's, poster. There's one on there. that poster. I'm excited about that. I yeah. love Wookiees, um, and I just think Wookiee Jedi's, like the powerhouse that a Wookiee Jedi could be. Oh, yeah. Is. And of course, yeah. we also have the little guy in, in Clone Wars, which true. is one. That yeah, is true. Um, was
0: it Lobaka? Was the one in Legends? He's like like Lubaka, a, yeah. He was he was like a cousin to Chewbacca. Yeah,
1: he he kind of grew up with um <clears throat> with Jason and Jaina and mm-hmm. he's he was a great character as well. So I would just like to see more of that in canon and I think yeah, we're and exactly. I think we're going to. So yeah. but um and then <laughs> like we were joking earlier, a rancor. I want to see a rancor. <laughs> right. I would love to see a rancor chat. <laughs> just a big old rancor that has robes on no, and <laughs> So awesome. They have to feed them. They have to feed yeah. them though, so they have <laughs> to like feed them some bad guys every once in a while.
0: <laughs> it's like, and then, and then, like I said with lightsaber they have like a, a light mace, and it's like this huge long like club yeah. and like <laughs> I would love to see that well, so good. Actually, I have another
1: one. I just thought of this, and th- and. There, there may be one out there somewhere along the Star Wars history. I mean, you know, there's been lots and lots of stories. Uh, a Gamorian, I want to see a yes, Gamorian Jedi. Yes, that, that would, would be would, so good. How beautiful would that be?
0: Or like, like, it would be kind of funny. And and like, there's just like one out of every trillion Gamorreans is like force sensitive. And there's like this little like Gamorian kid who's like, yeah, he's like force sensitive, but like he's trying to transit Padawan, but he keeps just like messing up. Like that would be such a. The Gamorians are just fantastic.
1: <laughs> so like, give so me much. a Gamorian Jedi. <laughs> So anyway. Do it, Kathleen
2: Kennedy. Do, Do, it. It. Do it now. <laughs> so Do it, anyway. you coward. <laughs> Don't be a coward. Do it. Uh, okay.
0: Oh, careful. Oh, man. Okay. Andrew's dog is like about to trip over all these cords and I'm getting kind of scared. <laughs> here, yeah. Anyway, so our second question comes from Willie Powers. Willie, thanks for asking. And he says, um, and this is kind of a longer question, so we're going to run through this real quick. Um, but we did... This is actually a really good question. I have not heard much of, um, so thanks for asking this. We actually I, I had to do some like research on yeah, this. It, yeah, um, we had
1: to we had to really like dive in deep for this one. Yeah, but so we do appreciate we, those kind of questions. Yeah, we yeah. love
0: these kind of questions because like you know it, it it's always fun to speculate and ask like sure, you know yeah. like what's your favorite species and stuff. But like when you have to like, there's really no dig there's into no it, wrong question. You know? Oh yeah, I mean, no. you guys can ask us anything. So even if it yeah even if it feels silly, we would love to.
1: Unless it's not Star Wars related.
0: Yeah, it's about Star <laughs> Trek. We'll we'll block you. So. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, he says, I believe that in the last Jedi, Rey had her lightsaber broken. In the end of the movie, Rey asked General Organa, "How do I fix this?" Um General Organa then puts her hand on Rey's and says that we have everything we have or er, everything we need right here. If you look on her hand being General Organa's, um, she has a gold ring with a very large green kyber crystal in the middle of it. Um, but in the rise of skywalker general organa has, has, still has the same ring on but the green kyber crystal is missing so what happened to it and was that part of luke's green lightsaber so first of all that is a like amazing like theory like i love the idea that that the that she got the k- green kyber crystal but i will admit i was very disappointed to say that when i did some research i went and uh, I man i was looking up online and that is like, there's nothing anywhere online of this. So yeah, no one's really talking about yeah, it. Yeah, there's one thread on Reddit that I saw that was kind of talking about this. Um, but so I actually went and rewatched that scene last night in um, the Last Jedi to kind of rewatch it. So whenever, first of all, whenever Ray um, says, you know, he, she doesn't say necessarily how do I fix this, like referring to the lightsaber, she actually says like. How are we going to fix the Republic? Or how are we gonna? Uh, she does I don't know if she says fix. But I can't remember what she says off the top of my head now. Should have wrote it down. But basically, like, how, how are we gonna? How are we gonna fix the? She's referring to the Republic, because um, she just said the Republic in that in that same sentence beforehand. And um, and when you look down, um, and she says we have everything we need right here, and, and we do see that ring on top of uh, of uh, Leia's hand. The 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 crystal or the gem more like it's actually not green, it's blue, so I'm not really sure where that rumor started. I think people kind of just wanted it to be that way, which honestly I wish it was that. (laughs) I really wish it was that. That's such a sick like theory. I I wish that that was the case, but unfortunately, uh, after rewatching the 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 little gem or crystal or whatever is is blue, not green. So if it is a Kai crystal. Obviously, it's not the, the green one out of Luke's lightsaber. But on top of that, we don't know that it's actually a kyber crystal as well, because um, we we um, try to look up some stuff and we found some clippings from the um, yeah. So I couldn't. Oh, first I, of all, Andrew has the visual. dictionaries. You can't find I, them anyway. I, <laughs> I have
1: visual dictionaries, and uh, but we're still you know unpacking and
0: uh, what excuse, th- whatever those uh, books, whatever. <laughs> Box those books are in. I cannot <laughs> find them. I tried. So we. Tra- I, I literally. I had to resort to someone doing a quote unquote review of the visual dictionary, and they're yeah. just flipping through it. And I tried like I had to pause, pause on, the, the on the on the on the screen where they flipped over the, the Leia page. Yeah. So I looked at the Last Jedi, um, one, and I looked at the Rise of Skywalker one. So I'll tell you what I found. So when you look at the... Because uh, Leia has two rings. She has that one with the... has the gold ring with the the gem in it that, that was thought to be green, but it's actually blue. And there's another one that has like two little blue gems on it. Um, the Rise of... Or, I'm sorry, The Last Jedi, so Episode 8, that visual dictionary calls them both just signet rings. Yeah. It's so all it says is signet rings. But when you go to The Rise of Skywalkers, it says that they... And it has like actually a little... um paragraph that unfortunately I couldn't read because it was really blurry, but one thing that clearly states is they are both Alderanian signet rings. So, with that being said, although I love that theory, I don't know that it is actually the case. Um, in fact, I don't know that that's even a kyber crystal because um, it does say Alderanian signet ring, and obviously we know why Leia has Alderanian signet rings, but, um, but my point being is like, so I don't think that that is, um, uh, a Kyber crystal, um, let alone like L- Luke's Kyber crystal. But right. all in all, that was a really good question. I was actually very good question. I yeah. loved researching that. That I, was really cool.
1: Yeah, I mean, give us the tough questions. We like yeah. to <laughs> like to dive in deep and <laughs> right. lo- look around and study and try to figure this stuff out. So. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So let's move on to okay. our third question um, for the week. Comes from Noah Aguilar. Noah, thanks for asking, man. We appreciate hey, you, buddy. Noah. Um, he says, "Would you like to see?" c3po r2d2 and chewy live long past episode nine and if they did a future movie would they be in it or would you like to see them in it so i have quite a bit of thoughts on that drew go ahead and take us off on this one because i started off on this last one so okay so i think oh and and, and, and let me throw this in here we did not talk about this beforehand because we wanted our raw reactions here because we didn't want to like coat like think you guys yeah, are yeah, like, yeah, co- yeah. we did not talk right. about this beforehand so i don't know what he's gonna say <laughs>
1: yeah, I think this is kind of a tricky one for me because mm-hmm. I kind of see both both sides of it, having them and not having them. Um, but I think if we're going to continue into the future one day with, uh, let's say it's it going gonna gonna to be considered part of the saga again later, mm-hmm. I personally think I want C-3PO and R2-D2 to be in it. But I don't think I want Chewbacca to be in it.
0: Mm-hmm. And so, so explain to me why though. Why do you not want to see, or why do you want to see C three PO and R two D two?
1: I the reason I want to see them is because they're going to be something that links us to the to the rest of the saga. Yeah. Because yeah. if if we ever get movies that are <laughs> continuing the saga, we will not have any other known characters right other than maybe well we'll probably still have ray or whatever but she'll only be from the the sequel trilogy mm-hmm. where if we have r2d2 and c3po they've been there since the beginning and like mm-hmm. we still have that and so yeah. that's kind of like that anchor yeah uh, to the whole saga um but chewbacca i've yeah. already said this before but i'll say it again i want chewbacca to finally just be home with his family yeah exactly like, Chewbacca has days. fought for years and years and years and in, in all these different wars and he has a family mm-hmm. and so like I just want him to go home and live out the rest of his life at home with his family I don't yeah. want him to be caught up in another war
0: yeah. no I'm 100% on an agreement with the Chewbacca part so here, here's my thing okay. Chewbacca 100% same thing. I wanted to. I want to go home. I want to be his his wife and daughter, his son. Um, I don't. I think he has any other kids. Anymore. He
1: has. He definitely has a son. I know he has I don't a son. Know, I, don't I don't know, know if he's got anything else.
0: <laughs> so anyway, I want to be at home with his family. But I'm actually in disagreement with the R2D2 and C3PO. Oh, we don't agree. Don't. Wow. The first time. This is wow, like the first time agree. like ever. Okay. Yeah, so hey, you heard it here first, folks. We didn't correspond beforehand. So now I agree with you. I agree with your point, right? That if we. If we go into the future with Star Wars, we need some kind of anchor. We need some kind of um, familiarity to tie us back in. Like, hey, this is Star Wars. But I don't think it should be R2-D2 and C-3PO. Because here's the thing. When we let them come in to... How do I say this? We're seeing all of these major characters... That, that were there from the beginning die off. We see them, you know, they live their lifespan. They, they rise as heroes or they fall as villains and they have their moment and then they pass away and they're done and they're left as legendary characters. But when we continue to allow C-3PO and R2-D2 to just be in the background of every movie, it's almost like they're just some dumb, silly dec- decoration that just ties in like, oh, this is Star Wars. See, that's the way I kind of feel like, like We need, I, and Rise of Skywalker, Skywalker, <laughs> Rise of Skywalker, <laughs> I was uh I actually hoped that whenever uh C three PO um he plugged up or whatever I can't remember what um oh, he got the Sith code, like they broke the whatever and got right. the Sith code or whatever. Um, you wanted him to actually I wanted him to be actually be gone because and I know that sounds horrible, but I actually don't want him to be like not like around but like oh well I know I actually want him to be like gone. Like they got the code and he actually was gone. Because and I know that sounds horrible, but These are very, in my opinion, these are very important characters. They're not just decoration. They're not just something that goes off to the side, right? They're like these characters that have been around since the beginning. And they're very important to the story of the Skywalker trilogy, or excuse me, saga. Um, Exactly. So that's why I
1: say, if they continue the saga,
0: Mm -hmm. you gotta have them. But that's the thing, if they go past this, it's not really gonna be the saga. All the Skywalkers are dead now. Well, that's the question. I
1: mean... That's why, arguably, we shouldn't ever have any more in the saga.
0: Well, I agree with that. That's my point. But if they do, yeah, I mean, but that's I, the thing. He doesn't say saga though. He says uh, if they live long past Episode in Nine, in any other future movie,
1: in future movies, not necessarily. Yeah, I think if we get another movie with Ray at some point, yeah, we're gonna get, we're gonna get, the, we're gonna, they're gonna be in yeah, it. Yeah, I mean,
0: and here's the thing: because
1: I think that they most likely stayed with her if they have or, an Episode well, R two probably at least stayed with her yeah i'm right? not sure but i can't really remember i'm not sure head. i mean it, it, it kind of leaves it up to i mean you don't really know where they went but yeah i would imagine r two probably gonna stay with her and c-3po who knows where he's gonna go but
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know that's a good question but and here's the thing so if they had episode 10 right okay i can i can understand that i can i can i can you know I can understand why it would be good to have them there. Because I do, like I said, I do think they need to have that anchor. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't know. Like, if it's something new, I don't. Because they're, again, you know, they're not just decoration. Which I'm not saying you think that. I'm just saying, in general, for myself, like, a lot of people think, like, oh, let's just have C3PO and R2D2 because, well, like, it ties them into Star Wars. But that's kind of
1: the problem. The sequel trilogy treated them that way. Well, and I agree. That's that very true. That's that very true. That is kind of the issue and I understand why you feel that way because that's what the sequel trilogy did. Oh yeah. They weren't heroes. They they didn't do that much in the sequel
0: trilogy. Um, like the prequels, R two D two was like integral to the survival <laughs> yeah, well, of and, many but, and,
1: times. and and the original trilogy as well. And, and, and yeah, and both. Um, yeah, and we didn't get that heroic moment from R two D two in these movies. <laughs> no, he didn't let do, alone C three. Like we didn't see him I mean. like do any kind of like major action or anything. Well, and so um, yeah, I agree. Like the they sequel. both had their moments. Like R two D two showed the rest of the map to find <laughs> Luke, and who cares? And C three P O did the thing, uh, you know. But but like we didn't get we didn't get R two like doing his normal like antics and part of that's because we got bb-8 and so they kind of use bb-8 for that stuff
0: um i mean i like bb-8 don't get me wrong but it should not be to replace r2d2
1: but i think if they do bring them back you got to have them be more an integral part of of the story for sure okay
0: and and i agree and that's i think that's the the trade-off for me i I guess i didn't really verbalize it but yeah the, the sequel trilogy really threw them under the bus and i think that really made me mad because I see them as great characters. They're not just robots. They're actual characters that that are integral to the story. Oh, yeah. They've saved the other heroes many times. They've been there since they're the only characters that's been in it since episode 1 to episode 9. You know, so anyway, so I think yeah, I think if it goes on we if it's something new, no. But if it's something that is still tied into the Skywalker saga, then yeah, it'd be cool to have them still as just as long as they treat them as the heroes they are. Right. So yeah. So taking a lot of time on that question, but yeah, that's that's very important in my heart. <laughs> so let's move on. So our last and final question comes from Victoria Hunas. Hope I'm saying your last name right. But you said she says. Uh, so basically, kind of like a topic, but practical effects versus computer generated question mark. So for me, I'll just go ahead and jump into this because we're running a little short on time. But for me, I think it is. I think we need both. I think yeah. that we need a good balance of both of these things yep. to make a good Star Wars movie. Yep, I agree, hundred
1: percent. I think, uh, and I think they've gotten a pretty good grasp on that. Yep, hundred um, percent. Yeah, you know, we saw lots and lots of practical and original. We saw lots and lots of uh, CGI in the in the prequels, mm. and I think the the sequel trilogy nailed it. I think yeah. they've got. They've got a really good mix.
0: Well, and I was glad to see that, you know, love him or hate him. One thing that J.J. Abrams did in Force Awakens episode 7 when they are going to reintroduce this the trilogy one more time is like, hey, I don't want to rely totally on CGI. I want to be like the original tr- trilogy and be like, hey, here's some here's some practical effects. Here's some puppeteering. Like, I was very happy that he did that. And I'm glad that oh, yeah. Rian, or Ryan, however you Ryan, say his name. Yeah. I think it's Rian. Anyway, um it's Ryan. <laughs> Whatever. Um... <laughs> Uh, I was glad that he followed suit with that. And then obviously as JJ came back, he continued to do it. But I think, I think for me, like the puppeteering and, and practical effects, and if there's an explosion, it's not CGI explosion. It's a real explosion kind of thing, you know, fireball or whatever, you know, just those kind of stuff really immerses you, keeps you in there. But at the same time, there's some like fantastical things that you would never be able to do in real life. But yet then we get to see you with CGI and bring that to life. And it's a very magical moment. And yeah. so I think, I think to answer your question, Victoria, I think, me, and I'm assuming Andrew concurs, is that to to I like practical effects, but at the same time, you need CGI to do the things that we can't do. So there has to yeah, be I mean, a good balance. Star
1: Wars it. is um, sci-fi fantasy, yeah. and we can't necessarily yeah. create some of that stuff in in our real world. Yeah, and so that's where CGI is helpful. And um, and like for the, like the Mandalorian, the way they're doing things is really cool. I don't oh, yeah. know if you've looked into the behind-the-scenes stuff, but like how they're making these big screens of of cgi as like their backgrounds and then they're like they're actually in those screens are actually like on set and then they're walking around like with those screens in the background and it kind of creates this it's cgi but it also makes it seem kind of real at the Mm -hmm. same time even for the actors as they're as they're performing so yeah uh, they're doing some really cool stuff and i think it is very important that you have both
0: yeah absolutely So that is the conclusion of our Q&A for this week. So if you had a question that you asked this week that did not get answered, um, don't worry that you will get it done next week. Actually, well, and here's the thing. It might even stretch out for a couple weeks here, depending on how many we do next week, because we had several. And we're thankful for that. We're
1: very thankful, and we will get to your questions. absolutely. Absolutely. as soon as we can yeah we will. we will none will be missed none will be missed <laughs> you know i might take like
0: three weeks but we'll get to you but hey that means you gotta watch our episodes every week anyway um so let's go ahead and like so we're running <laughs> we're running on short time but hey you know what everybody's quarantined what are you guys gonna do anyways so yeah just, let's have an extra let's long let's have one. an extra yeah. long this week <laughs> you guys can sit at home and listen we had like four, two. we had like two 45 minute episodes you can deal with a little extra yeah an hour. <laughs> yeah you hear that yeah
1: <laughs> Who we she ain't listening that long. She's not listening she at listen this, this point. This she this turned line. it off a long time ago. <laughs> she got after the intro. She was and, like, this and, and is longer than 20 minutes. I'm turning it off. <laughs> she's going to be so mad at
0: me. <laughs> uh, you should go here. It's okay. <laughs> All right, so let's get into our main topic, and that is... And the reason we did kind of so much before the main topic is because we didn't have a ton to say today, uh, but this is the review of uh, Star Wars Clone Wars Season 7, Episode 7, Dangerous Debt. So... um. Unfortunately, this episode... Well, spoiler alert. Obviously, Spoilers I, I think that's for kind of, the episode. I think that's kind of obvious, but spoiler oh, we'll alert. Still say it we want to make sure. Yeah. But uh, I think it holds... As an unfortunate, it holds true to its predecessors. Not seasons one through six, but episodes one through six. And um, and we're just seeing mediocre stuff. Man. It's so frustrating. Uh. Let let me just start off with saying uh, this. We that's start my off we, <laughs> just, <I> get, <laughs> a disheveled grunt. Yeah, that, um, that's all I have to l- say. <laughs> let's just sum up the entire episode right here. Okay. They start off in a prison cell. Correct. They do some stuff. Yep. And they end the episode in the same prison cell. What in the <laughs> exactly world? Exactly they you, started. Are you kidding me? We. What I just that blows my mind. Like I mean, we had an entire episode of a twelve episode series that you're clipping a little bit. Oh, sorry, if I'm being loud because well I was being quiet this previous episode or throughout no, the No, you're part.
1: good. You're good now. You're good now. Just keep going. Anyway,
0: so <laughs> but my point is is that um we uh we 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 I feel I don't know. It just it feels like a wasted episode. You know what I'm saying? It just feels like we're we're uh I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's just like a waste episode. Though. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. I mean, we start off in one place, and we're right back to where that one place was. Like, yeah. what? what's the point of that? I understand there's some stuff that happened, like some maybe some character development, quote-unquote, and we did get to see... Um, we finally are seeing the connection being made for the Siege of Mandalore.
1: Mm-hmm. finally saw some Mandalorians show up. Uh, bo there, mm-hmm. and um, they notice Ahsoka... So that, for me, was the biggest, like, okay, here we go. Well, that was the only the, push uh, into yeah. story. But yeah. why Why are we just now getting that?
0: On the, episode seven!
1: We're getting that on the third episode out of this arc, out of four, of, four yeah. of, of a four-episode arc. It's like, uh, we should have got a tease maybe a little earlier than this. Second episode. And yeah, and so, it's it's... Man, I just don't understand... I don't want to be super negative and be, No, you know, I mean, neither do I. And that's and, the whole point. And, and, and maybe, like, some of you guys that are listening and who have been watching this have just loved it and are so great. But I just expected a lot more. And yeah, maybe that's unfair of me. I don't know. But, like, what this series has been to us all these years Mm. and and what they've given us have been so amazing and to finally get it back and to finally have all this momentum and and all of this i'm assuming money and oh yeah and all and all of this and we're just getting like just like mediocre star wars yeah and why
0: i mean the obviously the uh the animation's great um, yeah, animation is I mean, fantastic sound, every time. sound design, all music's that's great. It's the story's but the, the problem. the story's really crummy, and it's like they're not writing anything of substance, and that's the problem. And we talked about this last episode, but it almost feels like they're having this huge, amazing, incredible finale, but yet at the expense of all other, what, like eight episodes or something. That's, you know yeah, that's the
1: thing. Like I feel like it's almost like, okay, we're going to just release some stuff and then get into the meat of it in the last four episodes. Like <laughs> I don't
0: want that. I want no, premium maybe, Star Wars.
1: Maybe we're wrong. Maybe the last four episodes aren't gonna be that amazing either.
0: And that's just the, the yeah, the trend out throughout the whole thing. You know, I mean <laughs> I, I knock on wood. I don't want that to happen. I don't want
1: that at all. Yeah. I actually I'm yeah. expecting awesome things out of out of the Siege of Mandalore. But it, you know, it does concern me a little bit. Like mm-hmm. is it gonna just Because here's the here's the thing. What I've watched so far just feels like another another episode of Clone Wars. Yeah, exactly. Just another like there's nothing like that makes you think, whoa, this is this is the final season. Well, like, like of like Clone Wars. This is big stuff. Yeah, it's I've like not a felt that season single time yet. Well,
0: yeah, this just feels like a mid season episode in season four. That's what yeah. it feels like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. Like mm-hmm. there's just like, oh, we have two more seasons to go. And we yeah, it's, have- like
1: they got, it's it's like they got plenty of time and they're just like they're just telling some <laughs> we stories. We don't, we don't. We, have don't. That. we we're we're talking the final episodes of this series forever. Forever.
0: And and, and which, well, I'm not. Know, I'm not going to get. I negative. mean, I'm not going to get negative. But, um, you know, and this is the thing. This is not even a 23 episode season. It's only 12 episodes. So it's just like we need to get some somebody's butt kicked in the gear. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's already written, I guess. But uh, we need it. We need to get some change here. But, but at the same, time, I mean, it's just fun to watch. Now, stuff, I but-
1: I heard from Alex Damon from um, Star Wars Explained. He was saying that this this was a script that was finished, really. Yeah. He said, um, he said he never, uh, listened to it. I guess they maybe read the script a couple places, like maybe a comic cons or something. Hmm. Um, or maybe even it was a star Wars celebration. Uh, so I don't know how different the script is from the original script, but if that's the case, like we're still getting stuff they've already basically had finished. And so, (sighs) yeah, it's just, it's all just weird. I wish I could sit in the room and, and see what their, their decisions were yeah. on like, this why did and you decide to go why this why couldn't they <laughs> why couldn't they build up any arcs from the beginning like was yeah. there not anything I don't they know. Want, anything new in all of these years that we've you know like it's been how many years since Clone Wars ended? You know, they mm-hmm. had all this time. Did Dave Filoni not have any new stories he wanted to tell in that time? Mm-hmm. Is it only just the stuff they already had sitting in the back? He's like, oh, these are the ones I really want to tell. And if that's
0: the case, why?
1: And the reason I say that is just because there's been so much more brought to our attention in canon that could be utilized. Oh yeah, and we're not. I mean, we got some the Kessel thing and and some little things here and there, but nothing that's really like that has truly like been like oh you know we got this because of this novel or because of the mm-hmm. r- you know like rise of skywalker i would love to see give us some like hints about what palpatine um is doing and how he's planning for his mm-hmm. for his future stuff like that yeah, I, mean, I mean how like, cool would it be to have like something about about his cloning or yeah, you know something i mean we could easily things see some that, stuff like that or and or tease some things for the mandalorian there's just so many ways the clone wars could be connecting to all this yeah. stuff and it like it's just like they don't want to yeah. And, I and I don't understand why. I don't understand
0: why. I mean, like, what is the point of releasing mediocre episodes? Like, like the whole point, I mean, of any media, of anything, is to have people like it so that we watch it. You well, know and, yeah, and it's
1: like, <laughs> I, mean, I, I love the way that Claudia Gray, you know, she's a Star Wars author. She writes, every book she writes is amazing. And mm-hmm. she said, when we were at Celebration, I don't know if you remember this or not, but she said, they were talking about, how do you go about writing a Star Wars story? And she says, the first thing that I do is I look at something, I go, what is this question and how can I answer it? So mm-hmm. any question she has about the universe, she's like, how can I write a story to answer that question? See,
0: that's awesome. And that's amazing. That's awesome. I love yeah. the
1: fact that's how she decides how she's going to write a book because that's what tells stories that for us as huge Star Wars nerds <laughs> that know all this stuff really get into is yeah. because it answers a question that we may have, yeah. It's like these and, like gray
0: areas, like, well, it could be this or this, and like, yeah, oh, yeah. she nails and, it down and like, every boom, time she is, does. She, know. she
1: writes, like, for example, the um, the last book, Master and Apprentice, really dove into the prophecies and stuff. We got a bunch of prophecies, and it really oh, yeah. kind of um, answered some of the the mystery of all that stuff.
0: Well, for instance, like, um, a- a- Anakin being the um chosen one like, yeah what is that what did, is the actual, actual it prophecy, actually has the full know? prophecy and all that so, stuff was really cool yeah and i don't know that we've heard that beforehand have uh, we not the full prophecy yeah I knew that so was the i first mean time. that was very cool to see um, and it explains yeah. a few things on our end like what exactly is balance and we've talked about that a little bit but yeah
1: so there's so she always writes those stories with that in mind yeah and i feel like where we're at in clone wars that's what Clone Wars should be doing is like exactly. tying up loose ends, you know, well, and
0: that's how a finale should and, be and anything.
1: talking and talking about teasing some of maybe some of the things ahead and and instead we're just kind of like I get with that we're going we're supposed to be delving into Ahsoka and where Ahsoka's at in in this period of time, right? Like that's right. that's what this arc is supposed to be. I think yeah. it's supposed to be but I don't feel like we're really truly delving into Ahsoka And where I like I don't I don't see that much building of Ahsoka of Ahsoka's mind and like how she's suffering with leaving the order and catching up. She's just she's with these other two girls and she's helping them out and like that's what the focus is. I would have much rather this been centered on just Ahsoka Mm -hmm. and just her, um, like going through um, leaving the order and how she's battling that.
0: Yeah, instead of mentally and emotionally and yeah, I mean. I don't know. I, I'm on the same page as that because, like, I had the same thoughts for the first arc with Rex. Like, I wanted to see his battle with just Rex. I mean, I didn't mind there being other characters, but, like, at the same time, like, him struggling with his mind. Like, what is this What is this battle even for? Right? What is this war yeah. even for? What am I serving? You know, I wanted to see that. Now, I want to see it just as much with Ahsoka and in, in seeing her inner mind of, like, you know, dealing with leaving something that she's been with yeah. her whole life. And I really saying?
1: thought, like, these are going to get – this last season is going to be real dark, that's what I because, to. you know, first of all, they know it's Hey, let's be real. Most people who are watching this are adults. Oh yeah. Um, you know, you talk to a bunch of kids, they're probably playing Fortnite. They're not watching <laughs> Star Wars Clone Wars. Oh, so. <laughs> <Well>, they're watching, <laughs> you know, uh, I mean,
0: oh, Resistance, Rise of Resistance or whatever. Uh, Resistance. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what it's called, um,
1: so like, you know, let's be honest. The main viewership of the Clone Wars at this point is adults. And mm-hmm. I feel like they recognized that, and I Especially thought they were six, yeah. And so I thought like we were gonna really just dive into more instead of focusing so much on on like characters just being, <laughs> and, oh yeah, and exactly. and and, yeah. and focused fully on action. But like I thought maybe we'd really get into the characters this time and a little more <laughs> what they're facing, the drama they're facing. Let, let me know.
0: let me interject this with this silliness. You okay. know, I have to say it just so you guys at home can be. Yeah. I almost flew out of my seat when this happened because as last week I was talking about convenient ignorance or convenient stupidity, and uh, this... <laughs> episode was rife with it but one thing that cracked me up is that i can't remember the specific species names but the one that looks like goat you know and he asks rafa for some credits and he's like he's like uh, do you have some credits and she's like do i look like i have credits blah, blah blah leave me alone and then so he goes up to the pikes and he's like excuse me do you have credits and then they turn around so instead of just like looking at him you're like shut up go away the man the, the pike turns around has a hologram of Rafa, Trace, and Ahsoka as kind of like a wanted poster hologram. Shoves it in his face and says, hey, go away. And like, with holding it in there. Like, go back and rewatch that. And I just, like, it killed me. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, what in the world? Yeah. Like why didn't he? Why like, couldn't they? Like why couldn't they just like they stayed in their little circle, right? He turns his head and his shoulder a little bit to reveal. it. I mean that's all he had to do. And then like the the goat man kind of just like leans over a little bit and sees the poster. Like I mean that's all they had to do. But he turns around completely, extends his arm to show the the hologram to him, but he's not showing it to him. He's saying, "Hey, get away from me. We don't have credits." You know? I'm like, <laughs> <Yeah>. what? <laughs> yeah. so, that's that's the whole thing that I've been experiencing, especially yeah. in the Ahsoka arc. It's just like, why is there, they doing so many ignorant things? But one thing that kind of saved the episode that made it not a complete waste was, was that as they were running, we did see a Mandalorian at first. I couldn't tell yeah. by the, I'm like, Oh, is that, it looked like a female. So I'm like, Oh, maybe it's Bo-Katan. And I'm like, ah, I don't think the helmet doesn't look quite right. But then that, that, that Mandalorian goes up on kind of like a cliff overlooking the city. That they were running from the pikes from. And it shows two other Mandalorians. Uh, and that one Mandalorian girl talking to It is Bo-Katan. Right. Um, and she says, like, should we stop her or something along those lines? I don't remember. And she's like, no, um, we have a shared enemy, which is obviously uh, Darth Maul. So, that is the that is the kind of first and only, as of yet, tie-in that says that we have uh, work to do. We, ha- we have a shared enemy. Let's go overthrow Maul. But... There's gonna, I mean, this next, next episode is the final episode of this art, so they're gonna have to go. Probably what's gonna happen is that they're gonna get trapped in the cell, they're about to die, they're about to get tortured to death, or whatever. And then the Mandalorians and katan come, come in, in, in and break them out. And like, because we did this, you have to go help us overthrow Maul. And she's because virtually she's gonna be kind of resisting a little bit, like, no, they're gonna do it, and like, wait, Maul, oh, and then like, okay, and then yeah, so that's what's probably what's gonna happen, but and that's fine, but like, why are they waiting so long? but yeah we've kind of already said that but i mean it's just kind of frustrating because yeah like, i don't
1: know guys if if you have any thoughts on on how the clone wars has been going so far yeah uh, leave us a comment on facebook yeah uh, i'm gonna make i'll make a post make after a post this and just it. be
0: like what are your guys thoughts yeah. of season seven thus far
1: yeah because we're curious if anyone else feels the same way we do or maybe maybe, you maybe really you're like loving it, it. and yeah. if so great we awesome. want to hear that like, yeah. we want to know like I'd, what
0: are your thoughts why do you like it so much because yeah
1: um maybe we're just being cynical <laughs> maybe and Maybe we're being a little overly critical now that we're doing this podcast and that's need, probably need sure. to talk about it. But, <laughs> but I, you know. But I also just I do I expected more, and and again, maybe this just isn't the show for me. You know, there's different shows and different books, different comics, different stories for yeah. everyone. Uh, you know, we're not all gonna love every single thing that comes out, and mm. because there's a lot of different people with a lot of different tastes, and oh, yeah. so and that's okay. Yeah. Um, I I don't want everyone to think we're just being uh, super negative just to be negative but um, it's just our thoughts on it and uh, we'll just continue to see where it goes. you have anything else you want to say about it? or
0: Not necessarily other than just that I'm, I am, I mean I have a good feeling about the finale. I, I do too. Yeah. I, I, whether this, the earlier episodes, you know even if they kind of wasted the first three fours, okay, you know, sucks but you know, I'll get over it. But I do have a good hope for yeah. the finale. Yeah,
1: I'm still really looking forward to where it goes from here. But anyways, yeah. guys, we want to thank you so much for listening. And we've, we've had a fun time today talking. And <laughs> I know we went a little extra long, but it's been a good time. And we just want to say thank you for all the comments, all of the, the questions you guys have been asking, and Absolutely. all of your guest support. It's just amazing. And we love all of you guys and appreciate all that you're doing. We just want to also say everyone be safe, stay stay quarantined, don't, don't leave your house, and... Uh, <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) and um anyways until next time may the force be with you and we thank you for joining the jedi eternal